Hi, I'm Amber Ray. And I'm Dan Pleiss. And this is Unconditional Love. A podcast about personal responsibility. Again, this is Amber. Um, I'm 58 years old. I've been married a couple times. I have three grown sons, one still at home with special needs, and I'm the primary caretaker for my 80-year-old mother. And I have been aware of and seeking a spiritual path most of my life. I fall off of it a bunch, but um, so far I've always come back. So, Hi, and I'm Dan Pleiss. Uh, I am a 50-year-old gay man who lives in Chicago with his longtime Wait, partner. you're 50? Four. <laughs> did i say 50 you did oh, well, i'm a 54 year old gay man who lives in chicago like, with a long time awesome. partner and uh uh i'm very active in the gay leather community uh and um uh i'm in an open relationship and i uh feel like the, the biggest struggle for me is uh f- figuring out the difference between conceptually how to live a stay in the spiritual path and then how to practice it in real life. So that's uh, definitely the focus uh, as we work through these, these conversations for me. Yeah. Yeah. The podcast is really just the two of us discussing a variety of different life challenges and situations from our own personal lives and, um, and hopefully uh, with a spiritual perspective on it all. And um, today's topic uh, was going to be loving your body, Um, which is uh, something very uh, near and dear to my heart or hated and repulsed uh, to me. Um, I, uh, when I started to think about what I wanted to talk about or what the topic should be, um, I kept getting this little nudge um, to talk about um, being at peace with, uh, within your own skin, uh, no matter what your skin looks like, or no matter what your body looks like. And, um, no matter what stage you are in life, because, uh, we all go through so many, uh, different, uh, uh, levels of, of accepting who we are and accepting what we look like. And, um, uh, I know in my life, it's been one of my biggest, uh, lessons, um, I've been mostly thin most of my life, um, but I've always worked really hard at trying to be healthy and and worked You've really hard been at being fit. Neighbor. Okay, <laughs> um, and then uh, in the last ten years or so, uh, since I went through menopause, my body changed. I mean, it just did. But it's funny I say that, and I I, I look at myself now, and I'm like, oh my god, what happened to me? Um, but I think perhaps I've there's always been an element of that because I look at pictures of myself when I was in my twenties. I'm like, oh my god, I look so good. Um, there's but, always been an element of that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. In, in my that, experience, my, even in my twenties, I looked at myself and I'm like, oh my god, what what has happened to me? Um, was, so when you first when you first said you sent this over and you wanted to talk about it today, I was. I, I reminded, I was reminded of this story. I love to tell about you and we her shopping that time in San Francisco, oh and <laughs> and 
you were so determined to feel bad about yourself that when you went to the store, you said, oh my God, I hate shopping for a size zero. It just makes me feel bad at my, about myself that I'm a zero. And uh, and I said, never, ever say that to any <laughs> woman ever again, <laughs> as long as you live. <laughs> but uh, you were just like, you, you couldn't even be satisfied with feeling being a size zero because you felt like being a size zero made you feel bad about yourself somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so really, so I guess my point about all of this is it doesn't matter what your age is. It doesn't matter what you look like. It, it, uh, like, like it's at least in my life, it's been, uh, uh, it's like uh, another person in the room. Um, and it's been a journey for me to work on, um, feeling comfortable no matter what, um, and learning to love, um, different aspects of myself, um, physically, but also separating myself from the physicality of it all and trying to have a clear perspective on w- what is really important, uh, in life. And, um, and it, it really isn't how much you weigh. Um, and I, it, when, when I started to write the rundown for this, I, um, I, I started to think it, that it's part of, it's definitely part of the female experience, but it, but it's bigger than that. It's not just, it's, it's not just a female thing or right. Because, um, it's, it's a human experience and it's, um, uh, it's again, um, being something where you want to see the big picture and you want to, uh, uh, love yourself unconditionally, no matter what you look like. Mm-hmm. I think this is such a such a big topic. I, as you're talking, I'm thinking of more and more things that I want to say that I didn't even write down. Yeah, um, me too. I'm starting to sweat because it's so important to me. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things I was going to say about that 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 um, you know, being a gay man, I have a different perspective on it than I think uh, you know a lot of straight men maybe do. Um, and I, you know, I've been working so hard for so long on loving myself and feeling good about about things. And I went to a, a men's uh, transformational workshop years ago, um, and I was the only openly gay man at it, which was a terrifying experience. But mm-hmm. um, uh, one of the things that they had a um, one of the things that came out in the work that they were doing in the workshop is they were going around and having men talk about their bodies and how I felt about their bodies and sexuality that uh, was interesting to me that uh, because as the gay culture sort of celebrates men's bodies and, you know, puts them on a pedestal and there's definitely an image of, you know, an idealized image of what a a man's body should be in the gay community that I don't subscribe to um, or some aspects of the gay community. In any case, my point was at this workshop though, when they were talking to men about how about straight men about how they felt about their bodies, um, they all felt disgusted about their bodies because mm. um, I think it's prevalent. It's very common in our culture that uh, the idea that's held up is that women's bodies are beautiful and men's bodies are hideous, and a lot of men's partners seem mm. to have just subscribed to that as well that they're being told that they're gross, they're smelly, they're loud, they're hairy. And so they're constantly being being told by their wives 
or you know partners, but in the in these straight relationships, that they're gross, and so and the only thing that's pretty is a woman's body, and I feel like a lot of people subscribe to that too, and then and then you know you well, get into art- the whole thing of women trying to live up to this idealized view of what a woman's body should be. It's just, it's screwed up all the way around. Yeah. Well, if you think about like even classical art, uh, embrace that. I mean, the nude female body was always, I mean, it was, it was painted, it was drawn. It was like, it, it was always held as, um, as something um, larger, larger than life or something exquisite. And you didn't see that with a male body in classical art, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you get back to the Greeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Romans. <laughs> right. But, uh, uh, that's funny. But there's a lot of ageism in the, in the gay community for sure as well. I mean, there's, you see, I've seen articles that say, you know, if you're over 30, could you please just stay home? Cause we don't want to look at you. And, uh, I, which I categorically reject, obviously, since yeah. I go out all the time. But um, uh, well, well, now that you're fifty, yeah, four. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, I uh, have, but from my my own journey has been very different. I think from yours, and that you, know, as as you know, as I've gotten older and more confident, I've come to really love the way I look. I I love the way I look now. I love. Love it way more than I did when I was younger. I was felt so uncomfortable with my body. I didn't, I didn't have a sense of looking attractive one way or the other. I just, yeah. uh, I, I just didn't even have a, enough of a sense of myself to know whether I looked good or not. And um, as I've gotten older, I've really enjoyed the way that I've grown and changed, and I like the mm. way that I look. And well, you have a man body, which and, I love. And yeah, I, and I think, but I think that's also in our culture, men are expected to age gracefully and women are expected to stay looking young and it's obviously completely not fair and and uh destructive yeah i uh i saw this i'm and i'm gonna i'll probably mess it up but i saw this uh quote the other day about um it was like it said something like uh does anybody know how much uh Florence Nightingale weighed when she, you know, developed the, you know, the universal nursing program or started to develop it. Or does anybody know how much uh, Rosa Parks weighed when she sat on that bus or Masala Yousafzai, I can't say her name. Um, (laughs) How much did she weigh? And and the answer is no, nobody knows how much they weighed because it's not important. Nobody cares. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I um I was talking with um Pam Migel yesterday and I was telling her um uh I saw this picture of and I'm gonna name a celebrity, I hope it's all right, of uh Pierce Brosnan and his wife on the beach. Um and 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 he has, you know, a sixty-five-year-old man body and when I saw him, my first thought was he looks great. Like not like, and he's not like in super great shape or anything. He just looks, he looks like a 66 year old man who's comfortable in his own skin and, uh, and enjoying being on the beach and being with his wife. And I don't know, there was something, um, I'm probably not describing it right, but 
it was so, I, I, I recognize something about myself that if I can see that in other people, I, I need to be able to see that in myself too. Right. Yeah. I think that's so, I mean, that's such a challenge. Like one of the things we talk about with my, uh, close friends in the, it, it, this group of friends that we hang out all the time and, and it's a topic that, that comes up a lot where we, uh, people's, as people diet and, and it gets winter and summer and stuff, people's bellies sort of grow and shrink. Yeah. Um, and we all have our, our man bellies. And um, when someone's belly is getting a little bigger, everyone else always says, your belly looks so good. And, and we really mean it. Mm. I think we all think bellies mm -hmm. look really good on each other, but we hate them on ourselves. Like, it, on like ourselves. we all like, Ugh, I hate it on me, but it looks good on everyone. Like literally everyone else in the group, it looks great on you, but it looks terrible on me. And it's yeah. silly, but we all do it. I mean, it's not silly, but it's just, it's human nature. Um. And one thing I was gonna say that I thought was was funny was just before we were getting together to do this, and we do it uh, over video chat so we can see each other while we're talking. And um, I was I looked in the mirror, I got out of the shower, and I looked in the mirror, and I realized I hadn't shaved. And I was like, I want to shave. And then I was thinking about it while I was shaving. I thought, why am I shaving to be on the video chat with Amber? Plus, we're chatting with Pam later. And I thought, I'm not doing it for Amber or for Pam. I'm doing it for myself You're doing because it, for it, yourself. it makes yeah. me feel better about myself. And yeah. I feel like that's a valid reason to primp and to not because I need anyone else's affirmation about how I feel, but it makes me feel good about myself. And that made yeah. me realize that that's the way I go about dressing that I think has gotten to be much healthier for me over the years as I put on the outfit that makes me feel good about myself because then I can go out into the world with confidence and um, and it doesn't matter if anyone else likes it. I, I often tend to wear things that are slightly, not extremely, but slightly out of uh, the norm just to, but I feel like in a good way, like I, I go through phases where I wear ties all the time uh, to work and other, uh, and even outings, even going out with friends at night and I'll be the only person in a gay bar at, you know, on a Sunday afternoon with a tie on because yeah. I enjoy it. It makes me feel yeah. good. And actually I, I actually get more attention because of it, but, I, but I feel like it's because I like how I look and yeah. it makes me happy. And I, and, and that projects and it makes you feel it. If you feel good about how you look, no matter how you look, it automatically comes through and it makes you more attractive um, because you're not worrying about, you're feeling good about yourself and that's attractive not, yes. Not yeah. physically how you look, but but what you're projecting is attractive because you, you feel good about yourself. Well, it's what like originally. I mean, we the title that I wanted for this uh, episode was was uh, feeling comfortable in your own skin. Um, but it's really about that, right? It's about it has to come from within because that's the only, that's, I don't know, that's where, that's where beauty comes from. That's where sexy comes from. That's where all of that comes from is from inside of you, not, not inside of you. You broke up for a second. It's how you feel. You oh, it, it, oh, sorry. I was just saying it, it comes from inside of you, all of it, any mm -hmm. sort of a, attractiveness yeah. does. Mm -hmm. And, um, and when, if you, I mean, this goes back to what this whole podcast is about: is that it's, um, it's work that you you have to work on loving yourself, and that's the only place that that yeah. can come from. Whether it's uh, feeling good about yourself, feeling good about the what you do with your life, or who's in your life, 
that all, all comes from within you. And that's the same thing with with feeling confident about how you look. And, and it's all about loving yourself. And that's and the only person that can make you feel good about how you look is you. Not, yeah. And if you're lo- waiting for the judgment of others to tell you that you feel good, you'll always be just craving that that uh, hit of you know, wanting someone to tell you that you look good. And that's a terrible place to be in. Yeah. And when and if other people are judging you, you know, like it's the same thing with with how you with your feelings. It has nothing to do with you. It's they're they're projecting their own crap onto you. Yeah. If they think that you you're too old to be in a gay bar, that's because they're anxious about their own age, not because they 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 don't know they don't know me, and I don't care what they think. But if they're saying that, it's because they're anxious about their own age, not because they're worried about mine. Yeah. Huh. That's so interesting. Um, I, I've learned a lot in watching night, um, as a, a, the entire time, I mean, since he was small, but now, you know, he's a 19 year old young man, um, who's on the spectrum and he has always, always, I don't even know if he's aware of his body like he he doesn't have the same filter as we have so he's entirely comfortable um you know walking around naked and he's in like he he has just never had that body consciousness and even now i mean he's learned i mean he's not gonna walk around naked in front of other people or anything but he uh like he's learned the social boundaries, but he just, he doesn't have that thing, whatever that thing, that self hating sort of shame. Yeah. He does. That's it. He doesn't have the shame. Like, and, and he's a big kid, you know, he's a big, beautiful, amazing young man. Um, but he's, he just doesn't, he is blessed by not having that thing, um, that I have struggled with all my life. Um, and I, and I'm learned like I've, I learn a lot from that in what, in bearing witness to the wonder of that. Um, cause that's a blessing. Yeah. And he doesn't care if he's, what he's wearing is effeminate or what color his hair is or anything. He doesn't know. He doesn't care. Or, what other or if it's too tight or it, mm-hmm. he just, it just doesn't it just makes him happy to wear it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. And it's a great, it is a great lesson. I've, I, I've, uh, talked about that before about night that I think it's just, it's very cool to see someone who just really isn't affected by what other people think about him. Yeah. In that yeah, sense. I mean, I know in that he cares, sense, yeah, I know he, he cares he about have other that things. Thing. Yeah. 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 If I wish I could bottle it up, drink it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just walk out of the house naked proudly right. every day. <laughs> Well, it's so funny because right before we started the, this recording, I, I get this daily email for, uh, that's called the Daily Ohm. Uh, and I forget what the exact title of the, the essay was today, but it was Ohm. but it was all about feeling comfortable uh, being nude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like a day they had like this daily practice where when you get out of the shower, you should spend five minutes not like not after you've dried off. Um just being naked, um, <laughs> just so that you learn do you to not? Be com- <laughs> we run around naked all the time. <laughs> of course you do, but 
Uh, my home is a little different That's than true. yours, Dan. That's true. That's true. Well, you have your bedroom suite that you. Can I do, I, I do, but but I think it's funny that it's that you know that they were they were um, encouraging a practice mm-hmm. yeah. of of feeling comfortable and not hiding yourself from yourself. I think it's a great idea. I've I've worked really hard in my life to not have shame about my body, um, to feel comfortable taking my clothes off in front of anyone. Uh, not that I you know. Not that I do do it in front of anyone all the time, but like at my cottage in Canada when there's no one around, and, and mm-hmm. if if you're there or wh- whoever is there, um, when my friends there, if male or female, gay or straight, I when I want to go in the lake, I, it's my house and there's no one around, and I pull my clothes off and jump in the lake, and if it makes anyone else uncomfortable, they can go wander off and look the other direction. It has nothing to do yeah. with them, and if they and it's not like I I don't force them to interact with me when I'm naked. I would just say, I'm going swimming now. And if they, they can participate or not. And, and I want to, I feel like I have the right to be comfortable being naked in my own place without having yeah. to worry about what anyone else thinks. And I work, I've worked really hard to get to a place where I can feel that way. And I'm proud of it. I'm proud that I can just be comfortable being naked when I, when I want to be, when it's in appropriate circumstances. Yeah. And I don't spend. I, I don't I look that. in the mirror and say, "Do I look acceptable enough to be naked in front of these people?" I just. I don't really think about how I look. I just want to be physically comfortable. Yeah. Hmm. I love that. I do. So, how do we? Uh, I mean, I know how we do it, but how do we tie this back into? Um, like what? What are the practices of uh, of making this um, part of unconditional love? Um, I think it, it ties in perfectly. Uh, like we were saying, it's um, if you by loving yourself and not judging yourself and not judging others, um, it helps you feel more comfortable in your own skin. It helps them feel yeah. more comfortable in your own skin. If you if and I think that that's true with the example I just gave. If I'm able to stand comfortably naked in front of you or other friends that I otherwise wouldn't be naked in front of. Yeah. I, um, then by setting that example and being completely comfortable in my own skin, it encourages them to be able to do the same and be comfortable in the same way. Yeah. Um, Well, the funny thing about that too, is that you can be uncomfortable around somebody else being naked for, but it it doesn't last very long. <laughs> like, eventually that becomes normal too. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, well they're naked. Um, because I, I mean, I've been to the cottage a bunch, and if there have been years where I felt great about my body, and I'm and I, you know, that I would am willing to take my clothes off. <laughs> but then that hasn't happened very often. By the no, way. I'm just laughing because it, it's hard for you to even say. <laughs> I know it's hard to even get the words out of my mouth. Um. But when I'm not feeling comfortable about it, it doesn't, that doesn't matter either. It's just like, I don't know. It's, there's so, there's so much acceptance there. Yeah. Well, you're comfortable in your swimming costume. So that's right. So (laughs) that's all that matters is that you're comfortable with how you look, no matter how you look, you don't, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. but I do think, uh, like with, uh, you know, since you know, we always say that it's about personal responsibility. It's true with this too. It has to start with you. Um, 
you have to say to yourself that you know you look good and and then you will and and yeah. um until you can say that to yourself no one is no one else can say it to you but it's you know learning to say learning to love that as that physical aspect of yourself as much as you love the spiritual aspect of yourself yeah. and the, the the mother and the caretaker and the and the money earner and the the friend and the you know the lover and you love all those other parts of yourself you just it's just another aspect of yourself yeah and it's your responsibility and no one else can at the end of the day can can help you with it yeah well and um but you can create a safe space for people yes to explore it for themselves And the other thing about taking responsibility, especially for how you look and how you feel about how you look, uh, to me, I, I always come back to, um, and this is just a practice, right? It's like eat healthy meals, exercise a couple times, you know, a, a couple times a week, get enough sleep and repeat that forever and ever and mm-hmm. ever until you die. I mean, basically, that's what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. I mean, that. Other than that, I mean, that's taking care of yourself, right? That's mm-hmm. honoring yourself and maybe having a few cocktails. <laughs> yes, <laughs> maybe <laughs> just one or two. <laughs> just one or two. Yeah. 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 But still, I was thinking about having one this week, care, right? <laughs> it's still about like you, you, you do the work as well as you can, and you be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. And beating yourself up about it isn't being kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, being self-deprecating isn't being kind to yourself. You know, it's it's like you have to do things to build yourself up, not to tear yourself down. Exactly. So that's every that's your job, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> go out right? there and yeah. love yourself. So go go do it, you guys. Yeah, yeah. it's easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see what a great job I'm doing at yeah. it. <laughs> it's so much. It's always an endless struggle and I struggle with it all the time too with my like when I hurt my knee like just it's so hard to feel good about yourself you feel old and I it was on crutches and a brace and and I you know you just struggle with it and you try to be patient with yourself and loving yeah I um I tell or I have all of Knight's school life every morning when he went to school or I dropped him off at school, whatever. I always told him the same thing. It was, you show up, you be brave, you do the best you can. Mm -hmm. And that applies here too, every day. Yeah. So that's our podcast, I guess, for this time. Yeah. So love your body, love your body. And uh, if you send us comments or thoughts, uh, if you would like, and we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And, um, comments, uh, by the way, uh, we have an email address for you to, um, send them to, uh, and it's Amber Dan love at gmail.com. So, uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm.